0: Hey, podcast listener, welcome to the Living Better Podcast, where you will get to hear stories, secrets, strategies, and tips to help you lose weight, get strong, and feel amazing. For more information about the Living Better Podcast, head on over to CrossFitHale.com slash podcast. What's up, fam? It is Jay Williams. I am the owner of Hale Fitness, where we help you get strong and lose weight because we believe that when you feel strong, capable, and confident, you live a better life. So today we had a short episode. I just talked to uh, Coach Rebecca. She is actually a competitive Olympic lifter, and I just talked to her a little bit about how she approaches her training, what what the PRs mean to her and and how a beginner might think about uh, approaching Olympic lifting training. So a little bit different episode today. I hope you enjoy. Hey, Coach. Hey. <laughs> so uh I, I just thought we'd hop on and talk a little bit about Olympic lifting because you've been an Olympic lifter now for a while. Like how long have you been lifting?
1: I have been lifting. Let's see, I started CrossFit back in 2013 and I decided I just wanted to lift more about a year later. So 2014. Right.
0: So yeah, that's a long time, depending on when you're
1: listening to this. It could
0: be uh, that's, you know, we're talking about seven years you've been doing this, right? Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I haven't even thought about it that way. <laughs>
0: Man. Yeah. So like when I, you know, when you're posting pictures of your training or you're training around the gym, you're always working on some sort of lift, like snatch, clean and jerk, some sort of accessory work, et cetera. Uh, wow. because because you're you're always doing kind of competitions and and this year you qualified for was it the American what is it called?
1: Well, I qualified for the American Open series um yeah. and then also Masters Nationals as well. Right. Yeah. So, so like uh, so like in the whole country you are one of the top
0: lifters in your category. Is that is that fair to say?
1: Yeah. Well, in my age as well.
0: Right. So, like, but I mean, this is this is this is important, right? Like, this is kind of a big deal. So, you had to actually qualify for it by doing a separate competition, right? Yes. Yeah. So, what did you have to lift? Were there like actual numbers you had to lift to qualify for that? Or
1: yeah. So, every division, regardless of of age. So, um, if you're under the age of 35, you can compete in the open, quote unquote, open division. Yeah. which you can compete in that if you're older too. So there's actually a, a really good national level master's lifter who she's the same age as me. And she competes with the the younger people, if you will, because she's that great. Right. Um, but yeah, so there is generally a qualifying total. So that's your snatch and clean and jerk together. Yeah. Uh, and if you hit whatever that mark is or greater, you qualify.
0: Right. What did you, what was the total that you had to hit?
1: Oh man, Jay, I wasn't ready for these questions, <laughs> well No that I wasn't concerned about it.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Well, okay. So maybe a better question is like, tell me, give me an idea of like, this is the snatch and the clean and jerk. So give me an idea of how much you're lifting in those movements.
1: Yeah. So the last meet I did, I hit 70 kilos, which is about 150, God, I'm going to do kilo math in my head. 155, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Snatch. And then I had a not my best clean and jerk day. And I hit, I think, 82, which is like 180 something high 180s.
0: Right. OK. Yeah. Okay. So
1: there's a saying in Olympic lifting, like snatch what you can and clean and jerk what you must. So, you know, you'll have people who are really good at snatching and maybe they're Decent at clean and jerks, or vice versa. Um, you'll see that in the Olympics uh, this summer uh, if you watch, yep. there'll be people who will destroy the snatch and then they won't win the competition because maybe their clean and jerk isn't as
0: as strong so right right uh, okay so you so you've been like training and now you're doing these competitions and you qualify for the open like what about Olympic lifting really appeals to you?
1: Yeah, that's a great question um. I kind of, I, I have always been, I've done team sports, but I started out as a swimmer, which is very much an individual sport. Like you're in the water, you know, you do a long swim and you're just kind of by yourself talking to yourself. And I love team sports, but I've, I can excel as an individual competitor, just like in my gym at home, in my gym, that's my garage (laughs) lifting by myself And I find some kind of, I find some peace in it, some Mm -hmm. solace. So I think that's what appeals to me. This kind of idea that like you're chasing this, you know, one rep max or PR and you may only hit it like once or twice a year or go years without improving. And so you have to find different measures of success for something when it comes to lifting, because you can't constantly be chasing PRs. You're just going to be very disappointed with it. So, uh, I don't know. It's, it's a tough sport, but I kind of, I guess I enjoy being alone. Maybe I'm just a, a hermit or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's not just a tough sport. It requires like mental toughness. And then there's like, it exposes a lot of weaknesses that you have and you have to do a lot of like accessory work and things like that. I mean, you know, you, you've tried all of these different things and yet you've stuck with this for seven years.
1: Yeah. 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 I, I, another thing I kind of like about it is, you know, I think in, in coaching, um, you know, you're, you're constantly helping other people and, um, helping them reach their goals and there's the programming aspect. So for me, it's kind of nice to just like, I, I, all I have to know is what percentage I have to hit that day. So the only real thinking I have to do is what, you know, is 80% of my one rep max. And then I just plug it in and just start lifting. So there's not a lot of thought. Involved, other than well, I guess the coaching myself in my head. I guess there is lots of thinking. <laughs> it's not like what do I have to do? Let me create a program for myself. I mean, the nice thing is, is I do follow Cal Strength Masters uh, programming, um, so they do the actual number stuff for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. But then when it comes to like getting feedback on your lifts and stuff like that, you're watching videos, like you're kind of coaching yourself. Yeah.
1: Yes, I've been coaching myself. Since I've started, I mean, I'll periodically have somebody somebody give me feedback. And it's not that I I don't see the value in having a coach in person. There was a time where I was like, I'm going to join a weightlifting only gym or something like that. But um, it just, I just never had the time. I, you know, commute all the excuses we give each other or or give ourselves. So I just downloaded an app. Um, that I can watch myself lift and, you know, went down the rabbit hole of looking at all the things and kind of finessed how to coach myself that way, because <laughs> rabbit hole is not the best way to, to coach yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How, how often are you training like for, for lifting it?
1: Yeah. Four days a week. Four days so, a
0: week. And is that like heavy every, every day or?
1: No, there's probably, there's some, I guess heavy is relative. It feels heavy on maybe day three after lifting two days before that. But, you know, going to that kind of just sub-maximal, like maybe 90% above lifts twice a week, the other days are more skill session. And so by that, you're going heavy enough to where you can still think about like three things that you're doing wrong. And, you know, it's not going to mess up your lift because, you know, you think about a, you're going for your personal best snatch or whatever. You're not like, you know, gotta, gotta keep the bar close. Gotta make sure I pull. You're just kind of closing your eyes and praying that you get it overhead. But when you're lifting like 80%, you can kind of start thinking about, okay, where's my feet? Where's this? So that's more technical skill work.
0: Yeah. And, and so, I mean, it's just, to me, I just find it super fascinating because I hate Olympic lifting. Like maybe I don't hate it, but it's just like, it's very difficult for me. Right. Yeah. And, you know, part of it is like mobility restrictions, but part of it is just like, it's hard work. <laughs> yeah. It's hard work. And you have to work on all these little things in order to improve. And even when you work on those little things, sometimes you don't improve. Right.
1: Ah, yeah. so the way that I now measure success or improvement is how am I lifting at a weight that maybe was my one rep max four years ago? So for example, um, I last, last week I was doing these snatches from these high blocks. Um, they're kind of like doing a hang snatch, but you don't create tension when you actually do the lift. So it's a little scarier. Um, and I did it at like maybe three pounds less than what my one rep max was maybe a year and a half ago. And it felt really scary. It didn't feel like my best lift, but I did it. And so I had to take a step back and think, wow, I just did this kind of scary position lift uh, at a weight that two years ago, I would have been like, man, I just got a one rep max. So that's how I know I'm better. So I may not be able to, um, lift you know 10 pounds more than i used to on my snatch um i can do like maybe 90 to 98 uh, percent and actually think while i'm doing it you know and actually right. focus on all the cues and yeah it can almost like an everyday lift
0: yeah 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 so what is it that keeps you coming back to it
1: i mean some days it it is very much checking the box i think um always chasing that, that PR, that personal best and, in weightlifting. There's the one kilo rule where, you know, you can't really expect, you know, more than like a kilo gain. You look at these, the Olympians, right. And they'll, if you follow on hook grip or something like that on the Instagram account, they'll say like, you know, this lift is only one kilo less than their all time personal best from like three years ago. You know, so those like Olympians are chasing these heavy weights that they may only do once or twice in their lifetime, you know, and yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna compare myself to an Olympian, but like you know my potential for snatching it's not like it's infinite, right, so I could be close, I just don't know what it is, and so it's only gonna be like maybe a two three pound jump every time I get better, um so I guess chasing that like next sort of the high you get from that one rep max,
0: yeah. So like when you get that, do you just, are there moments where you're just like, hell yeah, like that all that work was worth it? Or is it just like moving on? I'll just do the next thing.
1: (laughs) You know, I have allowed myself to, to be proud and and appreciate. So like, I remember after I had my son, um, I was like, you know, once I hit 200 pounds, well, at the time I'm like, once I hit 200 pounds, I'm going to have another kid. Um, and then the, it was just it was a long struggle, and I just recently hit 200 pounds um, for my clean and jerk. Like, so you now know.
0: have an announcement to
1: make? Is that no? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, but yeah, my I think Alex was probably secretly like, don't
0: don't make. Yeah, weight. he's like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this whole time um,
0: yeah he's like poisoning you and stuff
1: <laughs> yeah so but like so you know i hit it and then in my mind i'm like i can retire from weightlifting once i hit it and you know i, I think i went a whole month like yeah, i'm good and now i just recently I, I hit a clean and jerk 20 pounds less than that and i'm like i can't believe i hit that weight will i ever hit it again and now i feel like i'm chasing that high again so yeah you know i'd yeah. be happy with like 203 So it's not like next time I do this, I'm going to be doing 210. It's like, I'm going to try to put three extra pounds on. Yeah. So it's
0: just this like thing that kind of motivates you consistently to show up and do the training, even though some days you don't necessarily want to do it.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So like if somebody is thinking about kind of getting more into lifting, like what what are some of the things that you tell people? you know, like they, let's say they started like you did just doing functional training and they're like, yeah, I want to be a better lifter. Like, how would you start? How would you go about starting that?
1: Yes. So I would talk to the coach when, um, when you're doing your class, so they'll be able to pinpoint little things to work on and hone in on that. So whether you're pulling early, I got myself a PVC pipe. So when I first started lifting, you know, I just, chose to get a PVC pipe and I would practice positions at home. Yeah. Um, lifting is all about muscle memory and um, it takes a lot of coordination. Um, recently, I was having this really stressful day and I tried to lift and like, I just, my body wasn't working and I kind of equate it to like trying to, you know, don't ever do this. And then now I'm, i feel like this is a bad equation, but don't <laughs> yeah. do Don't drink and drive or like it's trying to drive while tired. Maybe that's a better one. (laughs) Um, But, you know, when you're you're cognitively like not all there due to stress or due Mm to fatigue, it's hard to do Olympic lifting um, when you're like that, as opposed to like back squatting or deadlifting. You know, you put the bar on your back and you just go up and down or you just pick up the bar and I'm not taking anything away from powerlifting or anything like that. But There is a little bit more of, um, you know, body mind, body control with Olympic lifting that if you're having a really stressful day, sometimes it's just better to put the bar down. Yeah. Um, like,
0: like the, the difference is like with a back squat, like you could still do it up to 50, 60%, even if you're not feeling quite right. But with an Olympic lift, like you might not even be able to do a simple empty bar if things are off. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the, the, the original question is how should you get started? Yeah. Uh, that I think, <laughs> You know, start small. So there is a million moving parts. It feels like sometimes to a lift. So ask your coach, what is one thing that you could work on, and from there, like focus on that. Like don't focus on a hundred other things. Uh, A lot of times, I'll have people say, like, "Oh, I was watching this hook grip video, and you know, Lasha, his stance is like this, and you know, Maddie Rogers, her her grip is like that." You know, I think if I do this, and it's like, no, okay, right now your problem is so much more basic than that. Let's not. Think about all the nuances. Let's just think about moving your feet or reaching hip extension. Yeah. So it's probably a lot easier to get better at lifting than you think, and it doesn't require a barbell or, or weights. It, you can it can be done with a PVC pipe.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, a lot of it is just hitting those positions and then figuring out how to bring some speed to those positions. Right.
1: Yeah. I was actually talking to Coach Colin about this the other day because he's he's gotten much better with. A lot of his Olympic lifts, and I think it's just from coaching so often because you're coaching with a PVC pipe and you're demonstrating good movements, and that practice alone, like just doing it over and over again throughout the day when coaching is practice. Yeah, you know, yeah. you don't need a barbell or heavyweight.
0: Yeah, well, when you if you took someone like me who like I can you know I'm, I can lift fairly heavy, but there's a lot of like technique things that need to be improved. Like, how would you? how would you kind of approach that? Right. I like, I've heard, uh, you know, that basically you get to a certain point where you're like, you're lifting this amount and then go back to like lifting almost nothing and work on your positions. I mean, do you agree with that or?
1: Yeah. So, you know, you look at those world-class weightlifters, they spend a long time with an empty bar or a PVC pipe. Mm. I mean, they have those like training hall videos where they're just like speeding through with a PVC pipe. No, granted we all, we don't get paid for this, right? We don't get paid to practice Olympic lifting. So, yeah, yeah. you know, in a perfect world, I'll say, Jay, go work with a PVC pipe for 30 minutes before even picking up the barbell. Nobody really has that much time. Um, <laughs> right. But I think a good way of acknowledging that you're getting better. So going back to this, like how, how I measure success in terms of making like 90% feel like it's an everyday weight for me, I would I would say, now, like what I used to be able to do, you know, for a one rep max power clean, for instance, like five years ago, now I can do it and it's looks technically, I mean, I don't want to say perfect. I never think my lifts look perfect, but I'll look at that lift. and I'm like, man, that looks like a really good lift. So, you know, you're getting better, not necessarily if you can do a one rep max power clean, but maybe you're doing 80% and you're like, wow, that form looks pretty darn good. Right.
0: Or it felt uh, easier or whatever. Yeah.
1: Because yeah, I, I know you're going to acknowledge that at a hundred percent weight form will fall apart because to some degree it's just like, oh man, this is really heavy. I'm just going to pray that it gets over my head. Yeah. yeah. It's and almost, almost it's- like
0: if it's a, if it's perfect form, then it maybe isn't a hundred percent.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right? yeah. Cause, Cause you know, you're, you're pushing your limits basically when you get there.
1: Yeah. And even those like, um, Again, Olympic lifters or the ones in the Olympics, when you see them hit some of their weights, technically perfect odds are there, they've lifted way heavier that in training, Yeah, you know, it probably hasn't looked perfect. What you're seeing is on a weight that they're for the most part, confident that they can hit. And so it looks, you know, it looks good still.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the reason I wanted to get you on today is because I just find it really, you know, when you get to a certain level of training, it becomes more about like you know, the sort of enjoyment of these little wins, then it becomes about some big goal that you have. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think, I think what's most interesting when I talk to you about lifting is like, you know, PR, it's like, yeah, it's cool. There's, you know, PR and yeah, you wanna, you know, compete in the competition, but it's also a little bit about like, oh, you know, I'm my landing is much better than it was a few years ago, or you know, like I'm able to keep the bar closer. And I just see these little improvements that kind of motivates me to keep going. And yeah. and I and I find that with a lot of a lot of people, once they get past that initial like twelve to twenty-four months like I, you know, initial sort of fitness journey and they start getting into like they're doing the same thing that they did 25 times before, those little improvements are really what keep them going.
1: Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. 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 It's the three seconds like on Helen, for instance. We tested the benchmark Helen. Yeah. I would love to put three seconds on Helen. So those are the little wins that you're you're chasing at that point. Cause there's yeah. probably not a I mean how much faster can you really run? Right? How much if you do with the pull-ups and broken yeah. How much can you go?
0: Yeah. Or even like on a workout, like Helen, even just being within 10% of your best, but maybe you, you know, ran a little faster or you did, you know, the pull-ups a little bit better. Yeah. And I just think this is really important for anyone who's like an intermediate or an advanced athlete is to, is to really focus on those little wins, you know, those, those little things that, that are going to keep you showing up the next day, because it's those little improvements that are, that make the training fun. Right. Yes. Otherwise it's just about losing weight or looking good, which is, you know, that's fine. Like, I think that's a good, that's a good and noble goal, but like how much weight can you really lose? (laughs) You know, how, how good can you really look right? Like it does, there has to be some other thing that you're focusing on that keeps you showing up. Otherwise you start to lose focus. Right. So, so anyways, any, any last sort of, tips or advice for people who are either, you know, involved in lifting or thinking about starting, uh, doing more lifting, like are there things that you would want them to focus on.
1: Yeah. So one thing I do notice when, you know, we've been doing like this test retest, um, with the back squat and we have deadlifts and we have hang squat cleans. And one thing I do notice, um, with kind of your intermediate to, advanced, or we'll call them like people who've been around for a while. Yeah, I think when you first start, you get so caught up in this idea that like, every time you PR a lift, you're going to do it by 10, 15, 20 pounds, yeah, yeah. you know, to the point where you start getting disappointed when it's only a five pound PR. <laughs> right. And, and even jumps that are being made like, oh, we haven't tested a back squat in a long time or in 12 weeks. I'm going to, I just, you know, hit my PR. I'm going to add 20 pounds to it. And then they get disappointed because they weren't able to PR their lift. And, you know, a part of me is just like, man, you got to respect the bar, man. Like at some <laughs> point it is a lot and you can't just put, you know, 10% on. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't want to tell people not to shoot for the the, the stars, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think if you are at a place where you're consistently not quote unquote PRing, I th- was I think with some people, we have to talk about, Their weight choices, Mm -hmm. Um, and sometimes you know, like we said, that one kilo uh, rule. You may be at a point where if you can put on five pounds on your lift, that's great. You should be excited. So, you know, it's it's hard when you have a mixed class of people who are beginning. And I know you did that gap to gain episode once about where people are at and. You know, there's the, the new people looking at the people who've been around like, wow, I want to be like them. But I think there's also the reverse, like the old people looking at the new people like, man, they're PRing by 20. I got to put 20 pounds on my <laughs> You got to realize where you are in your journey and, you know, less can mean more, you yeah, know. Absolutely.
0: I mean, I, when I when I get up to the one max of anything, I'm just happy if I can get within like 10 percent. Uh, Yeah, it's just like some days your deadlift's going to feel great. Some days it isn't, you know, and so I have this like kind of lower threshold where if I can get above that and I'm like super happy if it gets to be a PR, then, you know, hey, the wind was right and the, you know, the stars were aligned and, you know, hey, it's a PR, but I, I almost never go for PRs anymore. I just go for like, hey, I'm going to lift real heavy, (laughs) right?
1: Yeah, yeah it's hard and back squats, especially like, I think I've put maybe 10 pounds on my back squat and then last like four years. And it's always been like three pound jumps.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, you know, it's scary to do that stuff, but that's part of why you do it. Right. It's those, yeah. those that last little bit when you get close to something that feels hard and you, you know, either get it or don't get it, that's where you learn the lessons. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for taking the time to chat with me today. Uh, If people have more questions about your program or how they can get into lifting, they can just send us a note. Info at HaleFitness.com or Rebecca at hailfitness.com. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Yes. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for joining us. Do us a favor. If you enjoyed this, please go ahead into the podcast app and just rate and review the podcast. Uh, The reviews are what help it. To help other people see our podcasts. You can do this either in Spotify or Apple. We'll put the links uh, below. And if there's a question that you have that you'd like us to discuss, please post that below. Lastly, if there's anything that we can help you with, if your goal is to lose weight or get strong and you need help with that, you're not sure what to do, or you need someone to hold you accountable, go on over to hailfitness.com and book an intro. And one of our coaches will go through how we can help you. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. thank you for listening to the living better podcast for more info or notes about the show head on over to crossfithale.com slash podcast see you next time